Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double breasted black blazer from a new to me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for, but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Monica Packer, and you're listening to About Progress, where we are about progress made practical. One morning late winter last year, my big kids were gone to school, and it was just me and the baby at home, and I had this precious amount of time before my preschooler came home midday, and I was trying my darndest to prioritize something I had really been looking forward to and needed to do, but found it really hard to do, and that was getting back into strength training. Now to do this, I chose what I thought would be a simple 20-minute workout, and I got started. Well, I managed to complete just 14 minutes of that 20, but it took me over the course of two and a half hours to do that 14 minutes. And that was due to interruptions ranging from my baby waking up, like after 20 minutes of a nap, to the pest control man coming and calls from school and so much more. What should have been simple simply wasn't. The most common New Year's habit people want to work on is exercise, and for so many good reasons. Yeah, there's definitely some shoulds in there. Exercise can be pretty emotionally charged topic, right? So we can see people doing it because they feel like they should, or because their neighbor is doing it, or because they want to look a certain way. And 
you know, with all that being said, I think deep down, we all know that working out helps us with our bodies for sure, but also with our minds, with our mood, with our spirit. So let's say that you want to improve how you exercise this year and you are wanting to do it for some really good reasons. But right now, as well as in maybe times past, you find it more complicated than simply just deciding you're going to do it and then doing it. I have found this is exceptionally true for moms with little kids in the home. The limitations of their season, coupled with the constant reactive nature of their responsibilities, adds up to so many layers of obstacles, both real and perceived, that make it very complicated to regularly move their bodies. Today, you will hear a recording of a coaching call I did with a mom of four named Alicia, and she finds herself in this position. She really wants to better prioritize herself by prioritizing exercise, but she's long found it very challenging with her limited time and resources. If you hear that and you're like, welcome to the club, then this will really resonate with you. We get real about her obstacles, but we also find ways to insert more potential into her circumstances while also not ignoring them. Then we help her come up with a plan on how to consistently exercise even on the worst of days. Be sure to stay tuned until the end where I share a little update on how the implementation has been going for Alicia. It's good stuff. That's all up next, but first a quick word for our sponsors. What's a habit you want to work on this year? I already know mine is personal journaling. And if you've ever started your previous New Year's with the best of plans for habits you want to work on, but by February or March, they've already decidedly slipped into the good intentions territory. I want you to take me up on something that we are doing as a community in February, and it's called the Sticky Habit Intensive. In this intensive, you'll take one of the habits you want to work on and build it in a three-week immersive experience alongside hundreds of women from the About Progress community. In those three weeks, each week you'll get one live lesson from me on habit formation outside of perfectionism and one live group coaching call with me. So you don't just learn, you have the support to actually change. Throughout the intensive, you'll also have exclusive access to a private online community for more accountability and motivation. As a bonus, after the intensive ends, you'll get permanent access to the Sticky Habit Method course, my habit formation course designed for real women leading real lives. If you have little time, low support, and limited energy, the Sticky Habit Intensive is designed for you so you can leave our three weeks together with not only a habit that sticks, but also with confidence to form a lifetime of supportive habits to follow. Join us in forming a habit that sticks and sign up for the intensive at aboutprogress.com slash intensive. Again, that's aboutprogress.com slash intensive. If you already purchased the sticky habit method in the past, then I have good news for you. Past students will be able to participate in February's intensive for free for this time only. Check your email for coming details on how to reserve your spot. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Alicia, thank you so much for doing this coaching call with me. Yeah, I'm really excited. Thank you. Let's start with a little introduction. Tell us about you. Okay. My name is Alicia and I am mom of four and I live in the Northern California Bay Area. In my past life, I was a speech therapist. I still have my license, but I'm home right now with my four little kids. My oldest is 10, my youngest is two. And I really enjoy dance and the art, but most of my days right now are just spent trying to hold it all together with my little one. And I'm reaching out to you for help with trying to figure out more balance in having exercise in my life and being able to fit that in somewhere. Now, knowing you, I know you've done some deep work with this too. Like typically with exercise being such an emotionally charged habit, there's a lot underneath the surface about the shoulds that are coming into play with that. Like why I should exercise, how much I should exercise, what type of exercise I should be doing. Um, have you explored that or is that something you would like assistance with or is it more of just the how-to? How do I get this done? I mean, I think it's probably a little bit of both. I, I definitely feel like I have had seasons in my life where I've been able to fit it in and then seasons where I haven't. And um, I think I'm at a place where I don't like shame myself into exercise. Mm -hmm. It's more that I just am realizing I need it and I'm done having kids. And I really, really, really just want to focus on getting my health back and getting back to a place where I feel comfortable in my body. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like the deep work there is, is pretty solid in terms of why you want to do it, which is really important. So don't worry, we're going to circle back to some other deeper lingering shoulds that might be playing into this problem. Let's start though, by talking about what are your current obstacles to fitting exercise in? Just list them all off. Okay. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about this because I feel mm-hmm. like there's so many mm-hmm. and it differs from day to day, but, um, you know, I have the sleep issue of my youngest is just finally now kind of sleeping through the night, but he mm. still has pretty wonky hours because, you know, he's the youngest of four and yeah. he's all over the place. So I have that issue of like, I'm just, just really tired. Mm. And um, so mornings are really challenging too, because I don't know when my baby's going to wake up and it's not like an easy thing when he wakes up. So I can't just like throw him to my husband because he might just scream for an hour and then, you know, that throws the whole morning off. Right. So I feel like early mornings are out and then by the evening, I'm just way too tired. So 
Mm-hmm. There's that issue. The child care piece is a main issue too. If I, in a ideal world, I could just have a nanny or somebody, but it's even harder to find someone to pay to watch your child to go to child care so they can go to the gym during the day. So there's those time constraints. And then there's also the constraint of like, okay, just do something at home. But then, it's, you know, there's nothing more frustrating than starting to work out and then you get derailed because your kid wants to jump on you and you're a horse or something. Yeah. So there's that aspect. And then I feel like, you know, you do have some downtime or like, you're like, okay, put in a show for your kid, but then you feel so guilty because it's like, well, I have 8,000 other things I need to be doing too. So that whole like prioritizing and not feeling guilty that you're working out when you should be doing the dishes and things. So okay. I feel like there's lots of factors that get in the way. I mean, so many, and I relate to all of these and I know everyone listening does too. So you're not alone in that. Uh, so just to kind of recap in general, we've got some exhaustion issues as well as unpredictability within your schedule, both with your child and his sleep, including interruptions for yourself, like when you are trying to work out at home and also just the, the mind interruptions that you're getting, like when you feel derailed because another priority pops up that might not even be a kid, but like something else urgent, um, prioritizing you mentioned, and then also money like childcare or gym. And, and child care. Is there child care yeah. at the gym? Potentially? Yeah, there is. And then another aspect of that, which I know as a mom you think about is like, okay, then we start going to the gym, the child care or the child care at the gym, but then they start getting sick all the time and here comes winter and then it's just going to be a wash because mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe we're not even going to be able to go. So, you know, they think about that and then you think, okay, then they get sick, then everybody sick and it's oh, do I want to do that all winter long? I really want to work out, but I also don't want to deal with that. So Yeah. And sometimes you finally, you know, go forward with the gym and the childcare there, and then you have a kid or more who just don't do it. Like they will not. Oh, yeah. Well, we go. That's a thing too. <laughs> this is why I've primarily worked, well, I've only worked out from home for, for over five years. So if I understand yes. a lot yes. of this. Okay. You know all these things. Well, and, and, but that not to say like, oh, I figured it out. It's more of a seasonal thing too. And right now we are still going to honor your season because we can't dismiss any of these, right? Like we can't just say, oh, that doesn't matter. Or that's just in your head. Like these are all really real and really valid. And so our goal is to help you get into consistent exercise again for the reasons you deeply want it, but in a way that is still honoring the limitations of your season. Does that feel good to you? Perfect. I follow a lot of of health people. And this one lady was saying that she's like, I look back now as a mom of three. And when I was a mom of one or even didn't have kids, I would tell people like, you're just not prioritizing this enough. You're just not making this um, habit or something that you care about enough. And then she's like, and then I became a mom of three. And that exhaustion and that Mm-hmm. Just overwhelm of life was so real. And I kind of ate my words and realized, yeah, this actually is really hard. Man, I admire her courage to be honest about that because it's mm-hmm. really easy to just blame yourself when really these are just your circumstances. And yeah, there might be some internal ways that we can work on that. And I think we'll touch on that. But we got to start start by first honoring these are real. <laughs> these circumstances yeah. are not just you not having enough willpower. Thank you. Okay, so let's do something that I haven't done for a bit. And it's, it's called repotentializing. 
And what that means is you reinsert potential back into this problem. Because when we have a problem like this, it's really easy, understandably, to think at the level of the problem. So we're just seeing more and more of the obstacles, which we honestly have to do in order to work around them. But it's really hard to find solutions. So instead, to think at the level of the solution, we are going to insert possibility back into this. And this is where I'm going to ask you to kind of push yourself a little bit, but not in a way that's about toxic positivity or ignoring your circumstances. But let's still just throw out any way possible we can come up with solutions for this. And this is just a brainstorming session, just like your English teacher used to do, where there's like no wrong answer. And in fact, many of these answers might not be realistic or possible in any way, but we're still going to list them. Are you open to that? Okay. Yeah, I love that idea. Okay, so we talked about some obstacles. Now tell me what are some possible solutions? Okay, so possible solution number one, of course, is just join the gym with childcare, right? Okay. And just deal with what comes. Another possible solution would be try and work out some sort of schedule with my husband where I could know he's going to be home on X days at this time so I can go in the evening. Another possible solution would be to try to better maybe sleep train my son so that I could maybe go at like 6.30 a.m. Okay, I'm just um, writing these all down. Keep going. Okay. Um, another possible solution would just be find something like Instagram app that I could do or, or YouTube, um, some short class that I could do in the middle of the day somewhere and just fit it in. Maybe let my son, you know, watch a show or something and prioritize that. Oh, another solution might be to find some sort of way to maybe just do lunges while he's at at the park. Yeah. That's been an obstacle for me is that he will not sit in the stroller anymore either. So it's like, I just want to go on a walk for an hour. I can't even do a walk. Because he he won't stay in the stroller for the lifetime. So um, let's see. Um, another process. Oh, maybe look into like my mother-in-law doing childcare so I can go to the gym in the middle of the day, maybe once or twice a week. Maybe find another friend that wants to swap childcare during the day, do something. They're doing great. I don't know that I have anymore. Or Saturdays. Yeah. The other idea of just trying to block out time like on the weekend, maybe. Uh, to get some quality exercise time in. Then just try to include my son a little bit more, trying to include him in the exercise in some sort of way that feels a little more productive. Okay. So right now we have a a big long list and I wrote these down so we can reference them. If you're like, what was that one I said? We can, I can let you know what they are. So sitting in this possibility, what's coming up for you? I'm feeling a little more hopeful. I feel like, of course, I've run all these ideas through my head on my own, but I think that I automatically start setting up the barriers too yeah. as I think of them. So mm-hmm. I think just talking it through with you, I'm feeling a little bit like, okay, 
I could make this work. I could do a combination of these things, you know? And I'm wondering if the reason why you stop before you start in pursuing any of these options, because they did come up so readily for you, which was really cool to see. But maybe the reason you stop before you start is because of the energy you know it's going to require and also the possibility of being disappointed when it doesn't work right away or easily or not at all and you have to try something different. Okay. Yeah, I definitely think that. In fact, I, I went through a period of my life when I had three little ones where I just took exercise off the table altogether because I found that it was just causing me to be in such a bad mood when I didn't get to Mm -hmm. that I was just like you know what Alicia you need to just wake up in the morning and put your clothes on for the day because it was so horrible for my mental health when I was like putting on exercise clothes and then inevitably like five hours later I never exercised and I was so frustrated Mm -hmm. at my kids and I was like this isn't right so then when I took it off the table I was like wow I'm so much happier um but I'm like Overall, You're ready now to switch back. Exercise. Okay. So, you know, I'm Times like, now seasons. I need to get back in. And yeah. I actually shared, I spotlighted you for that a couple, I think a couple months ago when you shared that, when we talked about limitations on Instagram and just how you shared, just embracing that season that really helped you move through it better. But now I can see like the three older ones are in school. The youngest one is, I mean, still really posing some difficulties, but it's still at least easier than three little ones at home at the same time. So it's time. So here's how I Mm -hmm. want to do this. We're going to explore the options that you proposed, but we're going to first do this with a shift in two ways. And one is to have the persistence behind this about why this matters to you. That being the drive to you being willing to try and try within one option or try many options until something works because of why it matters to you right now in this season. Can you name that for yourself? Why does it matter? I want to just be able to show up in my life, you know, in the way that is important to me. And I feel like sometimes when we're not in the place we want to be health-wise, it's harder to show up. Even like physically, like not feeling like I get tired as easily. I think in that way, wanting to be able to show up for my life. I'm not like so out of shape, but I do feel a difference in my body. And I also just turned 40. I didn't just turn 40. I'm going to be 41 in a few weeks, but Amazing. you know, I do feel like a major difference in yeah. my energy and in my life and just kind of like, okay, let's stop surviving and let's start thriving. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I just think it is important to me. And I also have had that realization of like, okay, I'm 40. Let's be honest. Okay. There are people in their 50s and 60s that look amazing and have a ton of energy. But I feel like 40 is my last decade of feeling maybe kind of young is. And so I'm like, this is my decade. I've got to I've got to get things moving now because if not health wise, things, I think, take a big downturn for people. So, I mean, it's never too late, but I just am kind of like, you know what? It's it's time. I need to just really make this happen. I want to be my best self for myself and for my family and just enjoying life and not feeling like I have limitations and things holding me back. Mm -hmm. And speaking of those limitations, a lot of what you brought up with your obstacles were honestly energy related. You know, the sleep schedule, the not being able to get up early, not be able to do it at night, the the, just the exhaustion that can come up mentally and and also physically. Mm -hmm. 
with having to be in an urgent, reactive season of responding to children or interruptions or responsibilities. That's all energy. So that's a big one right there. So I'm going to repeat back what you said. This is kind of the summary, right? You want this so that you can have the energy you need to show up as yourself. Because when you don't have that energy, it's really hard to feel like yourself. Also for longevity and to feel like you're thriving. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I want that to be something you're holding inside because you probably will have to pivot even after we come up with the way we want you to begin. You will expect to pivot, plan to pivot. I should have said that first because that's cuter. (laughs) Plan to pivot. I love it. Let's take a quick break for our sponsors. You know, there were so many habits I had to drop after having my baby that I have gradually worked my way back up to. But working your way back up means you're not going to hit it all the time. And I certainly haven't. And that's where I've been so glad to order meal kits that help fill in the gaps. I have loved Green Chef. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. It makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. If you have specific dietary needs like you're keto or paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or gluten-free, or you're just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. And that has even included our family of seven with many different preferences. I happen to have very specific meat preferences. I am extremely picky about my meat, and I've been very thrilled with my kit from Green Chef. They've offered unique and farm-fresh ingredients, organic whole foods and veggies, and premium proteins. One of our favorite recent meals from Green Chef was a sauteed chicken that we then oven roasted that had a lemon sauce on the side and also had rice pilaf on the side with craisins and sauteed chard that somehow melted right in and was so tasty even my kids were gobbling it up. With Green Chef, you can rest assured that your meals are not only good for your taste buds and good for your body, but they're also good for the planet. And there's also a big variety. You can look at its diverse menu. There's over 80 plus flavor packed options every single week, and you can easily customize your meals to suit your lifestyle. We especially liked choosing ones that were going to be good for our whole family. Go to greenchef.com slash 60 about progress and use the code 60 about progress to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. That is such a killer deal. So I'm going to repeat it. Go to greenchef.com slash 60 about progress and use code 60 about progress to get 60% off. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. I hope you never listen to about progress and think, wow, that sounded super hard to make. Why? Because it's my job to make this sound easy. Podcasting is actually hard work. And luckily, it's one I love, but it's only possible because of the listeners who support the work behind the show and the future of About Progress. Being a supporter starts at just $2 a month, and it gives you access to so much more that you are going to love, from exclusive online meetups, to my secret reading diary, to my private premium ad-free podcast, More Personal, and so much more. You can learn about the possible levels of support, and lend your support by going to aboutprogress.com slash support. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Plan to pivot. Okay, the second thing I wanted you to consider a shift is to considering your season and these limitations. How can you set yourself up for more success by also making your goal here more realistic to your season? Does that make sense? Like actually what exercise can look like for you. Yeah. I started doing just like on the fitness plus thing on my phone. They have 10 minute workouts and I was like, okay, 10 minutes. Like I can do a 10 minute, even 15 sometimes feels like, oh man, that's daunting. I'm not going to be able to sure. get 15, but 10, you know, that's and trying great. to not have the all or nothing thinking of just like, okay, well I could fit two 10 minute workouts in somewhere. Right. Okay. That's awesome. Um, and, and so tell me overall, like if you're looking at a week and you're considering your season and where you want to more realistically start out with your goal, it won't be the end goal. Like that will rise better with time. Right. Um, and as things yeah. get better with your circumstances, what would you like to, to do exercise wise? So this is the small step goal, right? Yes. This is the, the baby step goal. I mean, realistically, I would love to get in like 20 solid minutes a day and reach 10,000 steps, like 20 minutes of some sort of strength training, karate something, and then meeting my 10,000 steps. That would be ideal for like, I think a realistic goal, right? And well, to get your 10,000 steps, do you find that's kind of easy to do around the house or would that be a stretch that means you need to go for a walk as well? I definitely feel like I get like 8,000 typically. So it is a little bit more, I definitely need to fit the more walking in to get okay. to 10,000. Okay, great. So of that 20 minutes a day of strength training of some sort, and then 10,000 steps. Now let's think about where you're at right now. And there's no shame here, but what yeah. after that is, is happening for you now? Realistically, I usually, I try to get to my Zumba class once a week, but it's hit and miss because it's kind of early and my husband commutes so he can't always be there so I'm just at the mercy of that mm. so some weeks I get the one hour Zumba in and then I'm and trying to the do gym? like stuff like sorry yeah. I interrupted you I do okay. have a team membership but that one doesn't have child care got it so okay. I need to join with child care okay so um and then I typically get like 8,000 steps a day and I'm right now maybe lucky if I'm doing the 10 minute workout three times a week. So we're definitely starting low. Here. No, no, honestly, you're not though. I mean, I, I want to honor just how great it is but that you're doing a book step up, but. that. No, I, I get, I get where you're coming from when you've, when you've been in a place where that, that would have been like, what? Like that's nothing, mm-hmm. but it's not nothing. And I'm sure there's a lot of people mm-hmm. listening who would be like, wow, that would be my ideal. And not yeah. to downplay how that feels for you to not be where you want to be. But I just want to honor, like, that's that's not nothing there. That's something to build off yes. of, for sure. Okay. So we have a more realistic ideal of 20 minutes a day of strength training and 10,000 steps a week, or a day, not a week, sorry. And then 10,000 steps a week would be cool. But no, we're doing yeah. 
that would be great if we were just relaxing on yeah. vacation, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Now, you know, before we do the baseline version, actually, let's look at the possibility list that you had before. And let's figure out where what feels good and more possible for you to start with of those things you shared. And let me know if you want me to repeat them or if you know top of mind already, like, okay, this one. I know realistically, this is what will help me get to that point more mm-hmm. easily. I mean, the one that pops out is, I mean, it's not easy, but it is. It's just like, just go straight to the expensive child care at the gym and just know that you can maybe get the hour in. Um, but that also does have other things tied with it that are holding me back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I could do tomorrow, you know, would just be to try and fit it in during the day when the older kids are at home or at school and my younger one. Also, I didn't mention nap time. Nap time sometimes, though, overlaps with right after my daughter gets home. So, you know, anyway, but maybe just prioritize doing it during nap time and just say, you know what? All the other stuff will get done when it gets done. And I need to just carve out this time every day to do 20 minutes during nap time. Okay. So of those two, so try the expensive gym child care route, but would honestly maybe lower some mental hurdles because... You don't have to manage the little guy. It's it's one of those things like if you're paying for it, you're willing to get there a little bit better. But yeah, have exactly. Mm-hmm, but have the trade-offs of him potentially getting sick more easily or maybe not liking childcare and the money or mm-hmm. just prioritizing nap time. I'm exercising even when my other kid is home or they watch a show or do Cosmic Kids yoga while I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, exactly. The yoga thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the two-year-old would be up for that yet. Maybe so. Um, so of those two, what's like, okay, I'm trying to lower the hurdle here. Even though ultimately I want it to be something, this is going to be the most likely way I can move forward more consistently. Yeah. I'm thinking I should just start with the nap time and see what my frustration level is of when other things interrupt and get in the way, you know? Okay. Because that's something that I can just do and I don't, Obviously, there's hurdles of like, I got to call the gym and I got to get signed up. And there's like 10 things that are involved with that. So if what I'm going to do right now, I probably just need to focus on the nap time exercise. Okay. I think that sounds great. And there, I, I kind of feel like that's what your strength training time, right? Because you can't necessarily, unless you've got to walk up and down your street with the baby monitor yeah. attached to you, you probably can't do a walk at that time. Unless you maybe could do that. I mean, maybe that works with the yeah. baby monitor. Yeah. It's a good idea. Hadn't thought of it. Desperate times. Um, okay. So, I, no, I mean, I have no problem with that. Some people listening are probably like, how could you? But yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think if you're right in front of your house and walking back and forth. Or walking say. around my house 50 times. Sometimes yeah. my you can do that. other kids like could do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So during nap time. You could either walk or do your strength training or maybe both. Uh, But let's come up with on your worst of day, what's that worst of day version that will just help you be consistent so you're in the momentum of doing this? Probably on my worst day, I need to to either do two 10-minute workouts wherever I can or maybe to shoot for the 10,000 steps 
and five minutes strength training or something. Just do something, right? So I, when you say two to 10 minutes, are you talking in the same nap time or are you talking about throughout the week? Or like, yeah, like throughout the day, like maybe just be like, okay, jump rope for five minutes in the morning and then do it again, you know, like try and just space it out. Yeah. And I think of- you could try that. And I honestly think why not? Like say I can exercise where and how I can, but at bare minimum, I know at nap time, this is my baseline. I always do this. Yeah during nap time. So that way you have something like a touchstone of sorts that either in the moment you're yeah. in the momentum and you can, you can do more than you thought, or it creates more energy for later in the day. Mm-hmm. So good. So what could that be? A nap time baseline way of exercising on your worst of day. Yeah. I think the nap time baseline is I need to get 10 minutes in during, you know, that's the baseline. Okay. And, and that can happen even if, let's say, a, another kid is home. Yeah. Okay. And even if he wakes up. And I was just going to ask some that. Reason, it's like, great. I can, I can finish it up, you know? Okay. So during that time. So now let's come up with the quick WT, like a when-then pairing here. So what always happens at the beginning of nap time that you can then attach this 10 minutes to? Or maybe it's even, I mean, because if you're getting dressed earlier in the day, maybe, you know, when I put my baby down, then I'll put on my workout clothes. Mm -hmm. When I put on my workout clothes, then I'll do my 10 minutes, wherever that may be. Yeah. I might not even put on my workout clothes for the 10 minutes. Just going to say that a lot of people say that's a big obstacle in a surprising way. Yeah, it really honestly is. It yeah. is. I mean, if Let's I'm wearing jeans, I'll change out of jeans, but I'm not going to, I'm just going to do it because yes. you know, it's in 10 minutes, I'm not going to get that sweaty. <laughs> okay. Let's do that. When I put my baby down, then, and where do you go to exercise? I'm just trying to get really specific. So in your head, you know, you go right to this spot and you press play. Um, to our office. Okay. All right. So this is our clear plan. When I put my baby down for his nap. Then I'll go to the office and do my 10-minute workout. How does that feel to you? Love it. It feels manageable. It feels doable. It doesn't feel overwhelming. Okay. And here's the thing I want you to challenge that may come up because you're going to have like even the first day where that 10 minutes may seem like too much. And if that happens too often, then you know you got to have a lower baseline, maybe five minutes. And the other resistance that may come up is that you're going to think that's nothing. So why even try? Why bother? And I yeah. really want you to prove yourself wrong by doing the baseline anyway, because the more you do that, even the baseline, like we've talked about, the more energy you're going to have in general, but also more momentum. And you might find you're able to do more than you thought in the moment or later on in the day. So challenge yourself to push against that resistance. Like that doesn't count because it does. Mm.
And I definitely, I probably should have said this in the beginning. I feel like I have ADHD, so that doesn't help. So, you know, you start and then you're like, you see the dishes. And you're like, yes. I gotta do those though. And, and you think you should do four things at once. I get and then it. And end up doing nothing. Well, I, I don't get it personally because I don't have ADHD myself, but I do have yeah. children, three with ADHD. Yeah, so, so I understand that. that. Yeah. So that's why I am going to do my darndest to help you have that very clear plan. When I put them down, yes. then I walk right to the office. If you want to jumpstart this, I want you to practice that like three to five times in a row after we get off the call. And you're going to feel dumb because you're like going to go in your baby's room and pretend you're putting mm-hmm. him down for a nap and then walk to the office. And you're going to do that three to five times. But the reason I'm going to encourage you to do that is because you're creating the brain body connection so that in real time, you're more likely to remember because it's more clear in your head. Yeah. When I put the baby down, then I walk to the office and I do. And if it, again, if it feels like too much, say five minutes. Mm-hmm. How's that all feeling to you? I think I can do 10. I think I can do 10. I think you can too. Super manageable. He'll take at least a 10 minute nap. Yes, that's the clear WT. A WT. Um, the A part is just when you do it, you affirm it in yourself. You say, I did it. Good job. Even if it was the baseline, you always say, yes, they did it. Okay. So Alicia, we have a starting place for you. I am looking forward to seeing what progress is made for you and how this consistency can help you create momentum towards your bigger goal there of 20 minutes a day and 10,000 steps. And and that's something the walk part, maybe we can talk about that separately, or you can think about that yourself. It's like, maybe, you know, when your husband gets home, you get to go for a 20 minute walk each day. And that's just set in stone. Yeah. But that can be yeah. an, another thing you're thinking about and repotentializing. Um, what do you want to take away from this call? I think I just need to take away from this that sometimes you just got to stop putting the barriers up and just do it. You know, it's really hard and we can have a marine excuses, but sometimes you just got to push forward and try something. Like you just say, the do something list. You just got to do something. Oh, I love and that. And you just got to start. And then the momentum will come. And I know it will. It's just kind of prioritizing all these thoughts and putting myself first. Right? Yeah. And I would even say you're just putting yourself on the list, which is yes, important. Yeah. It's not. Well, and you can, yeah. you can do that too in other ways if you need to, but literally it can just be like the first thing you do each day is give yourself like a, a minute to breathe before you mm-hmm. go about your duties. Exactly. And I do just want to validate that there, like you mentioned, there, there is a difference between honoring your circumstances and luxuriating in them. Like it's possible to accept you have limitations, but also not let them stand in your way to completely, yeah. you know? And also just realizing like that people aren't being lazy. It's just often, sometimes you just don't even have the brain space to go through this alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, not like um, someone's so lazy. They're just sitting on the couch with bonbons, which, okay, maybe sometimes you do do that because you just yeah. need that mental break. Oh, I but love doing that. The reality is it's really hard um, yeah. when you have so many things on the plate to even go there with, you know, any feeling luxuries of life, even though it's not a luxury because we need our health and to move our bodies to survive. But Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it feels like that has to come off the plate because there's just so many other pressing things. But 
just realizing that I need to just make the mental space to make it happen and find a way. So I'm Beautiful. so grateful for you for working through this with me. It's just renewing my why and mm-hmm. helping me see clearly a path. Well, you did it. I mean, I didn't give you the answers, which I hope you can see when you listen back to this call. Like you, you did it. And we all need a mirror. We all need a mirror to help us know what we already know. So um, I'm glad that's where we we are able to get to today for you. And I would love to hear from you. Like, let me know how it goes. And if you have any pivots that you need help working through, I'm happy to help you with them. Well, thank you so much. I really enjoyed this with you, Monica. (laughs) Okay, that was so great. I'm going to press... I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants you need to grow. In a moment, I'll share the progress pointers, but first, let me give you an update on Alicia. Right after our call, she sent me a quick email to let me know that she immediately did her 10-minute workout that very day when she put her son down for his nap. And then I checked in with her a couple months later, and she told me, It's been so good, Monica. I've literally only missed like two days of working out. I always do at least 20 minutes. I can't believe I've stuck with it. It feels so, so good. I love hearing that progress, especially because it really seems like she just needed a path to exercise in her home and to make it simple. And doing that is what has enabled her to have the momentum she needed to exercise even longer than her original baseline. And that's often how it works which is really exciting. And we recorded this back in August, I believe. Yep. But we decided to wait to air it until the new year to make sure we were able to help all of those who might be wanting to ride that new year wave and work on exercising better. So I really hope this has been helpful for you. Let's now share the progress pointers. This is where I share the notes I took so you don't have to. And those on my newsletter, get them in a graphic form each week. You can sign up at aboutprogress.com newsletter. Number one, Many moms struggle to exercise consistently due to the reactive nature of their role. In other words, lots of unpredictable needs, shifting schedules, changing seasons, and lots of interruptions. This is also coupled with many other obstacles like exhaustion, difficulty arranging childcare, finances, gym access, and so much more. Number two, no matter what habit you're working on, if you find you're facing lots of obstacles with forming it, first validate and honor the limitations your season brings. Then repotentialize the situation by thinking at the level of the solution, not the problem. Brainstorm a possibility list. Number three, you'll need to be persistent as you try out the solutions and pivot too, to help get really clear on why this habit matters to you. Number four, quick final steps to follow after your brainstorm. Cast a vision of your ideal, level with where you're at now, Look at your possibility list and choose an option, decide on a baseline version, and then solidify your plan with a specific when-then pairing. Oh, that was a lot, and I'm sure there's so much more I could share. In fact, I know I I could because I am hosting a 21-day habit challenge live course and community called the Sticky Habit Intensive. And again, you can sign up at aboutprogress.com slash intensive. There are so many ways to support the work of About Progress, including being an official supporter. But you know what? You can support the show for free every single day. It's as simple as making sure you're listening 
And if you want to go just a little bit extra mile, either share the show with a friend. If this episode resonated with you, share it with someone. And another free and easy way is to leave a rating and review, especially on Apple Podcasts. I truly cannot do this work without you and your support. Thank you so much for listening. Now go and do something with what you learned today. Having exercise in my life and being able to fit that in somewhere. Great. And is this specifically about summer or is it in general? Did um, you say summer? Sorry. No. I thought Late. you said summer. So you said that, that you said fitting exercise in in summer. No, this is me and my hearing oh. impairment. So that's why I had to clarify. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, we'll just keep going okay. then because yeah. that's, that's why I asked. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.